Hello, podcast listeners. This is Eric from the What He Said, She Said podcast with Eric and Michelle. Today we have episode 45. We're going to be talking with Bree, a 20-something from Orange County, who happens to be Michelle's daughter. So a little few insights into what it is like with online dating in your 20s. And welcome to the show. Remember all the words that you said. Even if the love was broken, I'll be yours. I'll be yours again. I can feel the fire is burning. Give me more. So tell me what you feel, my This is Eric from the What He Said, She Said podcast with Eric and Michelle, and we are going live, and I see my co-host, Michelle, in three, two, and one. Oh, wait. She's there! <laughs> so I decided, since we're having Bree on, to throw a little EDM on. Oh, there you oh, go. Wow. <laughs> For the youths. For the youth, yeah, you know, I had a little EDM for the youth. Wow, love you know, it! Can't can't have that old folk music on. What <laughs> it, what is old folk music? Can you tell me? It's classic rock. Everyone everyone in my age was like, "What do you listen to?" Classic rock. It's like, eh, well, I mean, it could be, it could be nineties funk. Nineties funk. <laughs> That's also old. Well, yeah, nineties is thirty years old now. It's just like. <laughs> Yeah. That's yeah. scary. Yeah. I, really I scary. Yeah. I mean, you know, I listened to a a podcast with um, Courtney Love, you know, and then she he was like, you know, you know, Kurt Cobain like died 30 years ago. It's like, what? Like, what? <laughs> like that long? Almost that long ago? It's like, that's crazy. Do you know who Courtney Love is, Brie? Uh, no clue, but I'm also really not good at celebrities and their names. Unless it's your era. Courtney no, Love no. was married to Kurt Cobain, I who promise. is the lead singer of Nirvana, who killed himself. Yes, yeah, with that. a shotgun. No good. Yeah. <laughs> and if you listen to any of his music, that was not 90s funk. That was like grunge. Yeah, that was grunge but, 90s. Yeah. What Jane BFF and I used to listen to. All the time, STP, Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Pearl Jam, yeah, yep, yeah, sound, sound, like sound alternative, sound garden, collective soul. <laughs> the only smashing um, pumpkins, the smashing only pumpkins, yeah, celebrities that I can really tell them, like know them by name, if I see a picture of them, are Marvel actors or Kardashians. It's actually. <laughs> Would would it's oh, actually would be a fun uh, podcast segment if there was a video element um, to show me famous celebrities and I will not know their Robert De Niro couldn't tell you what he looked like. You really funny story very quickly. 
Bree used to have a YouTube channel, and one time she, we did, uh, was it, what was the? A One Direction quiz. A One Direction quiz, which I failed miserably. It was actually oh pretty goodness. funny. I'll send you the link. Yeah, you don't need to do that. <laughs> but it was the highest viewed video on my channel. Was it really? Yeah. Yeah, I really think that Bree and I should have some kind of YouTube channel. I told her that. Oh my anyway, God. so, so Brie is 26. My, oh my goodness. My lovely daughter. Your child. And she has been on, she was the one that made fun of me for paying for, for B, premium Bumble. And then she goes, mom, what's your <laughs> credit card number? She paid for it too. So. But she, did she uh, pay, did she pay for it with your credit card? Well, it's connected to our Apple account. Yes. So technically, I guess I did. So, so I think that's why. A month of Bumble Premium once or twice. Oh, she has. (laughs) I guess I better start checking my credit card. (laughs) Sometimes it just gets really. uh, Okay, so let me ask you this: Do you sign up for? One month at a time, or do you do like six months? No, I'll only do one month at a time. One month at a This is Eric's philosophy is <laughs> sign up for premium one month, go at it hard, you know, yeah. meet the people you need to meet. And then after a month, you're ready to like check out anyway. No, I agree with that philosophy wholeheartedly. Yeah, so yeah. I go for the discount. I'm the Costco shopper. Yeah, Michelle, Michelle signs up for six months. <laughs> Puts her puts her profile on pause for three of the six months while the clock is still ticking. And it's, it's because just... you know, Eric. You know why? <coughs> she wants it's a discount. Because she has commitment issues. <laughs> yes, she has. She's committing to six months because that's the amount of time she yeah. needs. Yeah, I I call know. her. I call her on her horrific FOMO all the time. Oh yeah. I have serious FOMO. <laughs> I had FOMO today. I'm not gonna lie. It was a. It was. We had 11 people. It was. The weather was good. The yeah, weather was, I, the weather was nice. <clears throat> I have to say that I screwed up my same shoulder that I screwed up the last time in my bike crash. I've re. <laughs> I've re-injured the same shoulder. And, and let me guess, it's your left. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Thankfully. I mean, we were just outside playing pickleball. Eric's theory on bike crashes is 90% of people, when they crash, they crash on your left side. Mm. Well, Michelle's theory is my tires were overinflated, and I was flying down the hill going way too fast. And (laughs) it's some deep dirt slash filled rocks. And it was in a slight turn, and I was going way too fast, and I yeah. wiped out on my left side, and I didn't yeah. have my elbow pads on. Oh my! God. Well, you know, it elbow pads are are needed in more than one place. That's true. Yes, for sure. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so getting has, I'm getting has, the cringy face from Bree. <laughs> She's getting the cringy face? Why? <laughs> Obvious reasons. I know. Well, 
You have to understand, your mom and I, we banter like that often. I appreciate it. We banter <laughs> like that as well. Sometimes I tell her a little more than she wants to know. Way oh. more than I need to know. And that's why oh. I got scared when I was told I was doing this. Oh, okay. Because a lot of my dating, uh, my 20-something dating stories involve things that my mom might not want to hear about. So what I will do mm-hmm. is walk away and plug my ears. Well, your, <laughs> and your go, mom la, 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 la. Your I mom has a tendency you. to wander off into the kitchen during the podcast normally. And then I will hear this. Oh. And it's like, and, uh, and then I'll hear the microwave. And then Michelle, I'll go, Michelle, what are you making? What are you eating? She's like, how can you hear that? And I go, the microphone is really sensitive. <laughs> Usually no, I'm no, making no, 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 no. bedtime too. This woman, <coughs> you need a cough drop or something. This woman has the attention span of a flea. <laughs> <laughs> She has to do a million things at once. And when yes. she does a million things at once, she doesn't remember what she was doing before. Yeah, yep. she tells uh, I me. really do think I have adult ADHD. I'm pretty sure. No, I'm surely sure that that's what you have. Yes. Anyway, it's a thing. Yes, it, it's absolutely. It's one, of, it's one of those things where she is constantly... She's constantly moving around. She's constantly eating, you know, yeah. she, you know, it's no, like but she's eating uh, blueberries on her protein pancakes. Or yes. Something. Or her, anything that it has to be protein related. Yeah. In some way, shape or form. Double pocket yeah. chicken. Yeah. And there's so many times I'll get a text from her and it says, okay, today we're going to keep it at an hour. We're going to keep it an hour. And I'm like, mm-hmm, yep, hour, yep, got it, hour. Okay, hour and 40 minutes later, she's like, okay, we got to wrap it up. <laughs> right, well, and who does the majority of the speaking during that time, mister? I do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, What's I do that? I do a little, bit of fil- a little bit of filibustering. You know, it's like I have a few friends that are – in my age demo, 50s, that are fresh to online dating, meaning they're fresh out of long-term relationships or fresh out of divorces. And now, because Michelle and I have 40-plus episodes in, people now perceive us as dating experts. Now, do you see see your mom as a dating expert? (laughs) I, I believe that I could write some pretty darn good profiles. I, I told my bestie I'm going to write her profile. I mean, we we have read so much about online dating that it's, it's in a way, in a way, I feel like we're much more capable than some of these people who are charging $2,500 to write people's profiles. Yeah, I have a question. Do you remember the first, when was our first episode? Mm, Hold on. Uh, Let me look. Uh, 45 episodes ago. Yeah, this is episode 45. We got to be coming up on a year soon. Oh, no, I think think (laughs) we're close. Uh, I think we started, oh, April 13th. So... Remember, I, I I put I put three or four out at one time, and so I think we probably started in March. Yeah, 
I think you're right. Or end of yeah. February. So that's actually pretty impressive. 45. Yeah, 45 in 10 months, more or less. It's all about consistency. Pretty good. Wow. Just just like working out. And if you need someone to help you in your online journey, <laughs> working out, <laughs> Michelle <laughs> is Thank a you. perfect partner. <laughs> so, so, so to go I, back to your original question, yes. is, do you perceive your mother as an expert in dating? Online dating. Online dating. Yes. Um, hmm. Online dating, I feel as though I haven't been too exposed to her online dating um, journey, but I know her real life dating journey. Yes. Yes. Did you know that your mom, when she, I think this was in Pennsylvania, when she first went online, that she had four dates in two days? Oh, yeah. This woman was on a bender at one point. Oh but God. I think that's a bender. That's a great word. Oh yeah. A dating bender. I think she tore through the town of Phoenixville for a few weeks before she moved to LA. Oh she went God. on a bender and then I'd get reports the next day. Like, oh, you oh, would? He had a, a, a kid that was too young. Can't go out with him again. Kid he was, was a little weird. Can't go out with him he again. He had a glass eye. Glass eye. You know, I don't think I heard about that one. He had a dead. No, he, had a dead he had a dead tooth. Their, dead tooth. You you shouldn't judge people for their glass eye. You don't I, know what they've been through. I know, but I could. I didn't know where to look. Oh, so you're saying that actually happened? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Someone did have a glass eye. Well, I don't know if it was a glass eye, but it was definitely an eye that had wayward things going on. Oh, it, it, it was, was a wandering eye. It was yeah. one wandering eye. Oh, was he looking gracious. at other bitches like on your date? No. <laughs> now, what could he have done for you to overlook the wandering eye? I don't know. He was weird. He was an inventor, and oh, I've never uh, heard the, someone describe a job as an inventor. Yeah, I don't remember. You know, usually people who do that <laughs> are like, "Oh, I'm an entrepreneur." Oh uh, no! Yeah, he called himself an right. inventor. Oh, that's. Yeah. Should have been red flag number one. Did he yeah, put that went, batch profile? Mm, I don't remember. Yeah, and I might have met him on Zeusk. What the hell is that? <laughs> oh, Zeusk is Zeusk is an interesting dating website. Wait, it, explain. It is it's the a, same yeah, as any it, other one. It is. It seems to have a massive quantity of people, but the but the level of quality. Is way below hmm. match. So Tinder, that's for no, no, not no. As bad it's, as Tinder. It's, I think it's better than Tinder, but okay. I mean, but honestly, you know, I'm always shocked how many people actually meet people on Tinder. You know, and you wonder, and you, yeah. I, I always, I always wonder this. I go, did they maybe just go into Tinder like hoping for the hookup? And then all of a sudden they, they kept hooking up and then it's like, Hey, I kind of like this guy. Hmm. It's like, uh. I think in general, um, <clears throat> Tinder has lower standards, but I also think that Tinder was one of the first. So people oh, yeah. that have been like together, um, may have met on Tinder 15 years ago. Hmm. Well, we know match went all the way back to the nineties. I'm right, ninety-five. But Tinder—that was a. I'm looking up the site, Tinder. I'm right? looking up Tinder's Wikipedia here. 
Tinder was always free. Tinder, Tinder prototype launch 2012. So it's only been around for, you know, 10 years. Wow. Yeah. So Tinder is relatively new. Uh, they were the first to develop the swipe in 2013. 2014, 2016, it became very big. Yeah, it can't, it got to be big when I was in college. Were you on Tinder? In college. So that's interesting to me that college students would be on Tinder. When you no, that meet... doesn't seem that doesn't seem surprising at all. No. I know, but you can meet significant others anywhere well, on co- in college. I think this is all goes there's 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 a saying, you know, when back in back in the old days, you know, before there was online dating, you know, you would go to the grocery store and two people reach for the same mango at the same time and your hands touch and oh my god, electricity. Oh my god, it's like how did we ever not know each other? That doesn't happen. No, <laughs> you, when you meet in person it's like does he like or they do they like me do i like them there's that dance of yeah. like are we into each other yeah i call are, that, are I they call married meeting, i call that meeting in the <laughs> wild you know? yeah i think i think meeting in the wild just doesn't really happen anymore you know i think i think the making your introductions via online dating is much more prevalent just from a societal whole you know it just depends which uh, which methodology you use. And it seems like every time Michelle and I would go into our our iPhone app and we type in dating, there always seems to be, you know, she'll go, what is this? What is this? Like, have you heard of this dating app? It's like, no, they're popping up left and right. Oh, yeah. And how about, um, I think it was last week, um, I was actually doing some research because I wanted to see like, okay, what's it like in other countries and other countries have completely different, um, apps. Wow. Which was interesting to me because I hadn't, I didn't, really, that was, hadn't that, really ever researched that before. Yeah. It's like, I'm looking at iPhone. I just Googled iPhone dating apps and it's showing me four, Actually, 52 different dating apps. <clears throat> and I bet you that's not even all of them. So what dating apps have you been on? <clears throat> well, it all started on Tinder. Then Bumble came out. Um, there was a dating app that was like pretty popular for a while in LA called The League. And it's supposed to be like professionals, like high quality matches, but you only get like three options per day. And and, and, and how did that pan out? Did people, um, because I, people infiltrated that weren't professionals? No, um, I never met anyone on there. It's kind of like, you know how they say uh, <clears throat> big fish, small pond. Yes. It was too small of a pond. Gotcha. So maybe not that many people knew about it. Yeah, and it was hard. You need, like, with Bumble, you know, more frequency, more conversion rate, you know. It was just harder to meet people on the league because you can only have three people per day. So if you don't like, if 
the first like nine people you don't oh, see it, and the first three days are aren't any good you just get up you you guys are so there's that you one. guys fell off and then you came back you, i lost you for like 15 seconds so go ahead finish what you were saying about the league oh it's you know if you don't find someone you like out of the three people for like three four days in a row you kind of give up oh well yeah uh I feel like that's not great for the retention of the app, but you know, that's I another th- story. I, I think that a lot of the apps, like, you know, your matches, your, <laughs> your matches or your bumbles, your hinges, coffee meets bagel, whatever it is. I think there's such massive quantities of people trying to meet other people. When you go on as a new user, especially females, you just get peppered with, with, with messages that's why if if a woman ever asked me what dating app would you go on and i said bumble just from the perspective of you control the narrative you choose who you want to talk to yeah you know and and that's one of the reasons why i personally like bumble i think you know when you go on to match i think maria had this happen where she just got inundated with messages Mm-hmm. You know, because Marie's an attractive 50-year-old woman. And so it's like everyone is just hitting her up. Yeah. You know? And it's yeah. just – and I think what happens is is if if there were someone <clears throat> when I was on the dating apps like Match or whatever that I was really interested in, I would send them a message. And if I didn't hear anything back maybe in like two days or three days, I would send them a follow-up message and, I, and it would say something to the effect of – I realize you're probably getting inundated with a million messages, but I just wanted to say hello again. And and sometimes that would put my message at the top. They would open that, and then they would see my previous message, and sometimes then we would have contact. But I think women, when they go onto some of these apps, especially if they're brand new, man, they wow. just get hammered with messages. For sure, the algorithm pushes the new people to the top, so they want to stay on. To of the course. top, everyone's swipe pile. I mean, and they want they want someone like Michelle to bust out the credit cards to pay for the six months or one year. <laughs> <coughs> hello, hello. Is your is what is your mom doing now? Is did she has she already gone into the kitchen? <laughs> no. Oh no, she's chomping on chips. No, really you're hearing loudly. you're hearing Kyle vacuum. I'm gonna turn the Wi-Fi off though because uh, I've you're cutting in and out. In. Yeah, same. I'm gonna turn my Wi-Fi off. Okay. All right. Wow, technical Hello? difficulties. Yep, we're here. Can you hear? Well, us? no, it, it, it's a it's a quirk in this app if. If if you're on Wi-Fi and there's dips for some reason, the audio will cut. Don't know why. Don't know why that happens. So interesting. It is it is an oddity of this app. So, but well, it is. so you... there's another one um, that I didn't mention. It's called Hinge. Yeah, Hinge. I've, uh, I've Hinge. I knew about Hinge. I, I've never used. There's it. a phenomena on Hinge that makes it absolutely unbearable and unusable. What's the phenomena? So I have, and that being said, I have met two guys off of Hinge, and they were both <clears throat> awful, terrible. Ankle taper? Yes. Oh, good. 
ankle exactly. taper. Oh my God, there has to be a story here. I got, I got to delve deeper. What the heck is ankle, ankle taper? taper. <laughs> He's the yeah. athletic trainer for the rant. <laughs> that was too much information. He was a train. To train. He was an athletic trainer for a popular professional sports team in the greater Los Angeles area. Was it possibly that the Los Angeles Rams? It ends with an S. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah! I met him on Hinge, and did he give me um, uh, a run for your money? An, a professional sports level of trauma? Yes, he did. <laughs> he gave you trauma? Oh my yes, god. He did. All these men do. They really just do you in. Anyway, the phenomena that is hinge. So we talked about how the algorithm puts new <clears throat> members of each app to the top of everyone's swiping pile, right? Right. So hinge's algorithm, in order to make you pay more money for the app. It puts all of the attractive men that Hinge can tell that you're into in what is called, uh, what I call Rose Jail. Um, there is a section of the app um, called your standouts. Okay. And the Hinge can algorithmically pick out who you're attracted to and they put them in the standouts section otherwise known as Rose Jail. Do you, and the think, only do, you think way... they, do you think they developed this profile after it's like blonde, <clears throat> cute, swipe right, swipe right, swipe right, you know? Uh, not, yeah, not... they put them all in Rose Jail. And the only way you can get them out of Rose Jail is if you give them a rose. And now you only get one rose per day. Oh, this is oh like The goodness. Bachelor. Yeah, right. And you get one free rose per day, or you can pay for them. But what's, you know, what makes it, these men stay in rose jail forever is that it's very cringy to send a rose. Like, no one sends roses. Like, right. it's cringy. Why is it cringy? Because you don't want to, like, it's just, <coughs> I don't know. It's Isn't like it like on Bumble, though, no. when you're swiping? It's like a super swipe, basically. Oh. And as a woman, and I think as a man too, it's just, it's just an unspoken thing on Hinge that sending a rose is cringy. Oh, we should Got ask it. Uncle Paul. Uncle Paul met Sherry on Hinge. Oh, okay. But yeah. all of, I would say a majority of the attractive men are all stuck in rose jail. So you <laughs> settle for the semi-attractive ones that are mean and <laughs> That's may, maybe work for a professional sports team. Taping ankles. That may be na similar to the lambs. Not that, that has enough clout, I'd say, to pull themselves a first date. And then, you know, they trick you into sticking around for longer. And uh, here we are uh, with some trauma. Oh my God! Now, have you ever have you ever gone out with someone and you're you're, you're you seem to be vibing well, but then you're you kind of get that feeling that they're 
that they're dating a couple different people at one time because they they seem very unavailable at times that they should be available. Yes, very and, much. And so. and then when you call them on it, you know they they pull the, you know, oh no, you know you're the only one I'm dating. Oh, many times. Yeah, and so <clears throat> in instances or I've like been that, busy I mean, with work. What's that? Or I've been really busy with work. Busy with work. Yeah, the old Seinfeld, you know who Jerry Seinfeld is, is that, you know, the the old adage of after you sleep with someone and then you, you go, oh, I have to go home because I have to get up early. Yeah, no man has to get up early. <laughs> no man has to get up early. They're just trying to get the hell out of there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but, you know, it's... It's always interesting when when people talk to me a little bit more about online dating because of the podcast. You know, it's so funny. For a long time, people would come up to me and, like, whisper, like, I listen to your podcast. And I go, it's not a secret. <laughs> you know, it's like, like we, we actually have a Facebook page. It's like, it's not a secret. You don't have to whisper. You know, it's. Well, but- I think it's probably more because of them. Like yes. they might be slightly embarrassed that they're listening to the. Well, I, I think what we've tried to do more than anything is kind of normalize like, hey, if you are single and available in online dating is very normal. Yes. Even in your 50, 40s, 50s or 60s, it's very normal, you know, so it's, uh, you know, that's. You know, I hope that if anything, that that the podcast has made that, you know, very, very apparent. Well, we go back to the statistic from the pastor saying that 75% of all the people that he marries now have met online. That's a big percentage of people. That's that's actually quite incredible. It's pretty significant. So it's definitely the way, um, Although well, should we <clears throat> pivot to my current situation? Please. You could. Yeah. I'll say a little bit. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, we met in the wild. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. He, is- he lives about five minutes away from me. Uh, but we met in the wild at a bar. She's walked into the kitchen, by the way. <laughs> of course she's, she is. Yeah, she's in the kitchen. Well... It's, yeah. I think it, it's, I don't want to say it's just inattentiveness. I just think it's just, she I has to be it, in constant motion. Yes. Yeah. Um, sitting still at church, it's really funny. Um, she doesn't sit still. She plays with her hair. She taps her foot. She goes into her purse and puts on some lip balm. <laughs> it's a whole thing. You're not wrong. Yeah. Anyway, now she's pouring a glass of wine. Does yeah. she sing, does she sing the hymns? She does. Okay, that's good. She does. She sings. That's, that's good. That's um, you know, you know. I grew up. I grew up Roman Catholic, and so the the joke about Roman Catholic. You've been you you've been to one mass. You've been to them all. And then I I remember I was dating someone who was uh, born again Christian, and we went to I went with her to church, and I think the parents I think the parents went too. And it and, and it was like they had like a guest singer and it, it was like a rock concert and I was like, oh my god, like this is church. Yeah, <laughs> dating like, in church is a whole nother podcast episode. It's just like, oh my god, this is church. Like you know, 
because when you're you're in the Catholic Church, I mean, you know, Mass is very structured, and I even went to you know a Catholic high school, and so you know we had to go to Mass during during the school week, in addition to, and so first you know, Friday. You, what's that? First Friday. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. You know, and so it was just, uh, it was kind of, inter- it was kind of interesting, you know, doing that. So, but, but yeah, the first time I ever went to a Christian church, I was like, wow, this is, this is actually okay. Fun. <laughs> Maybe even fun. This is actually kind of fun. Yeah. They had like some famous Christian guest singer show up and I was like, and they're like, oh, do you know who that is? Like, oh, I have no clue. I have no clue. I have no clue who that is. Yeah. So go ahead. But- go ahead. Tell them about your... Well, I mean, there's not much more else to say that we um, we met in the wild. He lives five minutes from me. And nice. we wouldn't have ever met on a dating app because he doesn't have them. So now, what, what now do you if, think what, the difference is between how you met him and how your relationship has proceeded versus how you met dudes online and how that relationship has transgressed? Um, I'd say the person I met in the wild, he treats relationships more intentionally. Good. Whereas people that I've met on dating apps just want to get laid. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Well, and, and, and this is, this goes to one of Eric's theories and this, this is not just specific for 20 somethings. I mean, it's. And I always say the disadvantage of being on a dating app is when you meet someone and you're still swiping, it's like, it's like, it's the grass is greener theory. It's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, that person, they're kind of cool, but hey, you never know. I might meet someone else. Yeah. Might meet someone else who's a a little cooler, who's a little more interesting, you know? And, and so it, that always amazed me that people... You know, when they meet someone incredible, they're still swiping. Mm-hmm. You know, they're still on the dating apps. You know, and you know that always that that always kind of amazed me. But yeah, if some if the person you met is not on dating apps, then they would not fall into that trap. Yeah, you know. And I I think people when you get on dating apps and you're going on like a lot of dates. And you're like in the routine of talking for a day, going out. Yeah, I always, I always say people, people when they they actually get to the phone call stage, people have like their thirty minute shtick down pat. It's like a, it's like a stand up comic has their has their little funny story, and then we're gonna tell this story, and it's like. And you're going to want to go on the first date. And sometimes, like, first dates feel very similar. I don't yeah. know if you've ever encountered that. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. But when you're in a routine, it's like there's nothing special about it. But when you're not in the routine and you don't date a lot and you're finally going out on dates, you know, it makes it a little more special, I guess. That is awesome. Now, how did you meet him, if I may ask? Uh, at a bar. Oh, okay. Nothing wrong yeah. with that. I mean, people I still people still do go to bars. 
that's uh, how it happened in the olden days, right? Yeah. You know, you it was interesting. We, we, had a, we had a night ride a little over a week ago where we went down to the Balboa Lights. And we ended up at this little restaurant in Corona Del Mar called Gina's. And there, was, there were these women over sitting just near us. And you could tell they were kind of having a girl's night out. And then I kind of surmised, I go, one of them is getting divorced. I can just get, I have a feeling. And the, after inquiring, oh no, three of them are getting divorced. Wow. <laughs> three of the four. And then the woman kept asking, one of my the friends who was writing, his, my friend Patrick, uh, started talking to this one woman. And then she kept asking him if he was Persian. And he just, he didn't listen. And he just kept talking. And I said, Patrick, just say yes. Just say yes. Yes, you're Persian. Yes, you are. <laughs> and so and so, and so, I, I said to him, I go, you should get her number. And he, he's like, he's like, oh, I don't know. And, and, it's less, and I think those are those times where it's like it, it pays to be bold. Ask her for her number. And so he left. And I go, did you get her number? And he goes, no. And I went back in and I got the number for him. Wait, I didn't know Patrick was single. Patrick Soto? Yeah. Yes. That's funny. Did not yeah. know that. So I think I don't have a problem being bold. Yeah, well I, I but I think I think in this day and age I don't think there's anything I don't think there's anything that says you, you shouldn't be. You know, especially if, you know, you've have a little bit of banter, there's a level of attractiveness. Okay, you, you've already seen the person in person, so you're not getting the bullshit answer of, oh, yeah, I'm 6'3", 180, and I'm ripped. Uh, well, uh, maybe not. <laughs> you know, yeah. Did you ever come across that on your apps where people were lying about their, um, their situation or their personal attributes like, like it happens in the 40-something crowd? 40 plus crown? Not very much, no. Yeah. Okay. You mean <clears throat> so, like, you know, physical attributes, like they say they're over six feet tall and they're actually six feet tall? Yeah. Because it's like when, you're, when your mom came to the party the other day, she was actually really dressed up and was looking quite amazing. But she had <laughs> heels on. It's like, ooh, man, Michelle is tall with those heels on. You know, so. <laughs> I feel like that's a little different, you know, between women and men. Men, you can't really mask if you say you're six foot, but you're actually five seven. Oh, Pete, they do it. I hear about that all the time. Yeah. And, yeah, like, well, I'm, it definitely does happen, but I can't say it's ever happened to me. Well, they Probably, don't lie about their late age, do they? No. That's a thing in, oh, the, it's in the 40s. See, yes. I'm a relatively tall person. I'm five nine, so okay. So usually when I go months. for yeah, usually I don't go for anything below anything six foot, <laughs> anyone below six foot. So on dating apps, you say their height, and so if they say they're six two, you they can't really show up and be like, oh, five, but they seven. do. Oh, they Not, do. Well, that's never happened to me. Not uh, in my experience. Okay, but well, you got lucky. Maybe it's the younger the younger generation doesn't 
lie about their profile. Have I been catfished before? <clears throat> I think so. But it never gets to the point where I'm going to meet them. It's like I can tell pretty quick after we start talking if they're real or not. Yeah, I mean, it. It. I, I used to ask this one simple question. Are you in Southern California? Or are you in SoCal? And it it's interesting when you say, are you in SoCal? Some, if a person who doesn't know it, who doesn't live here, they'll go, what does that mean? And then it turns out, oh, no, I live in Dallas. I live in Dallas, Texas. Then why are you saying that you live, you know, why are you saying that you live, you know, 10 miles from me if you're in, if you're a thousand miles from me? So in, with apps like Bumble, if you're, you have to put on travel mode if you <coughs> want to say you're in a different place. So it doesn't happen much on Bumble. On Bumble, you can disable the location services, and so it will only it will only show you as the city that you put in. So, but you have to disable the location services, so it doesn't give you that that. That's the one creepy thing about Bumble is that you can have the city. So, like you guys are in HB. But if you happen to be in Long Beach at the time, it will show that you're in Long Beach. Oh, yeah, it does. And that's kind of creepy because people can kind of track you that way. Like, gee, why were you in Long Beach the other night? And it's like, well, how did you know I was in Long Beach? Well, I, I was on Bumble and I saw that you were in a different city. So well, that's, kind of, that's so kind of creepy. I've used that feature in the past to see if someone I have been talking to for a while has been actively opening and using Bumble oh. because it will, so it has it. So it'll say like their location. So uh, Long Beach 0.5 miles away. Right. And if, and that 0.5 miles away will only show up if they have opened the app recently. Oh, so if it I just says, so if my Bumble, like my Bumble profile right now, since I haven't opened it in two months, would say I was in Culver City where I last was when I opened the app, but it wouldn't say 10 miles away. Got so it. you can tell if someone has been on the app recently, if it has the miles away. You sleuth. Yeah, so I've, actually, I've, actually, I've actually helped people disable their location services using Bumble. And so it will only identify the city in which they live. Yeah. So I guess location services doesn't work if you don't have the app open. Interesting. So yeah, well, yeah, that's what, how I know if I've been talking to someone for a while and we haven't had the, what are we conversation? I go on Bumble and see if they opened it in a while. Interesting. Wow. You are a sleuth, Scooby-Doo. scooby freaking do man. I've been played you. too many times. That's why. I'm <laughs> wow. Well, to me, you know, I, I used to get these crazy, I used to get these crazy messages from people where they would say, you know, oh, yeah, oh, I am in Dallas, Texas, but, you know, distance doesn't matter to me. And I'm like, mm. okay, well, let's have coffee tomorrow night. Well, I can't. I'm in Dallas. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's there's like, that, that's about, the reason right there. Yeah. There's one thing about dating apps that I can't stand. And that's like <clears throat> playing pen pal. 
No. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm going to meet you and talk to you. Well, what I want to see you in person and go on an actual date and not F around and just like talk for a month. Yeah. Or, or worse, text and text ad nauseum. You know, that, that one to me was just brutal. And it's like, you just want to text, 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 or message, message, yeah, message. Sure. And it's like, you know, and what I noticed the last time when I was on the dating apps is that some of the women were a little more, if they were really in, interested in meeting you, they would be a little more aggressive and they would be, uh, send me your number and let's FaceTime right now. Yeah. I mean, what's the point of being on a dating app if you're not going to meet them? Yeah. And, and I always, I would always tell my friends this male or female, if they have very strict guidelines as to when they can talk to you, they're dating someone or they're married, <laughs> you know, it's like, Oh, I can only talk to you between seven and 8 PM, you know, during the week, you know, and it's like, mm. Sus. Yeah, something is not right here. Run into that before, but yeah, it was like any time that any time that that came up, it, that was like a massive red flag for me. It's like someone is is having a conversation in the car on their drive home from work, and they can't exactly have the conversation in in the house because mm, the wife would hear it, mm. or the the husband would hear it. So no. She just walked out of the house. She did? Yes. Yeah, out, that's, that's outdoors. Normal. That's normal. She is, she's in the kitchen now. Then she walked outside of the front door and is now yeah. in the kitchen. Yeah. That, that sounds about right. Yeah. I feel like that's a new one. Yeah. It, well, no. It's like. Has she, she walked she, outdoors before out of the house? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you have kind of an excuse now, but <laughs> you, you you know what would always what would always pop up for her would be I have to get ready to go to the hot tub. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were gonna do that tonight, but <laughs> yeah. No, I was just pouring it's my glass. Her man loves the hot tub. I, I was just pouring her a glass of wine that's oh. what i got up for some 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 lubrication to to let the lips a little a little bit yeah, looser. This, is, this is my payment for my time oh is that the payment <laughs> for the time okay yes so actually um we had an interesting caller one time so when we were taking online callers uh her name was leticia and she's going to come back on the air with us which is actually kind of cool when is she going to come on um she told me to message her, so we're probably in the next couple weeks. So Letitia lives in Washington. Mm, yes, and, yeah. And she she had an interesting conversation with us because I think she was. No, it was just me because remember I I got. Oh, yeah. oh, was she on with us? No, no, no. Well, she can't be. No, because, it was. But it was, anyway, it was me. It was me. She was talking to. Right, but she was a little. She had had a little, oh, a little wine, a little liquid encouragement. Oh, wait, wait, no, she had had a horrible bad date. Yes, she had had a horrible bad online date, and she said this: I get, the guy showed up, 
and he looked nothing like his photos. I think he was severely overweight. That's a lot. And so she was treating herself after a few little, a little, few little pops. She's like, and I'm literally talking on the phone with her, and she was waiting for her hookup to show up. Yeah, booty call. <laughs> her oh, booty call to show like up. that sometimes. Leticia was having a booty call. She was having a booty call. And so we had a whole booty call conversation until literally the guy showed up. Ding dong. And he's like, okay, I got to go. Yeah, and that was after... The other guy was on that night oh, telling us that about that was his, the night I was on for three and a half hours. Scam. Yeah, the guy, Dr. M, he ended up getting scammed by a woman that he actually met in person. And he got, uh, and she was, she was a crypto investor. And, oh, so, and so he gave her money to invest and then she paid him off. He gave her more money to invest he got paid off. And so this happened three, four, five times. And so finally he was kind of like, I think he, he gave her six figures and then poof, Casper, the friendly freaking ghost phones, disconnected, ghosted, just vanished. Can I say something with peace and love to this man? That was not a smart idea. It was, it was not a smart idea. He was a foreign, a foreign I, man, I see, right? I say that to him with the most peace and love, but that was yeah. not a good idea. It was any time, any time you meet someone online and then the hand immediately comes out, well, whether that is, do you think you can go buy me a gift card or anything? It's like, yeah, but he was not from this culture. He was not, but, so, but he was I think, totally I think, but I think she was very good at what she did and as and, they usually are. And, and so he kept giving her money and he kept getting paid off and he kept getting paid off. And then all of a sudden he's going, wow, if I give her a lot of money, he goes, yeah. man, so I'm not going to turn this hundred K into 150 K you know, immediately. And then all of a sudden he dropped a hundred K on her and it was like, poof, gone. Poof, gone. And it, and, and it happens. You know, I had a, a friend of mine within the cycling community and she foolishly posted, you know, cause some of the, the dating sites will ask you what your income is. And I always tell people, leave it blank. Oh, yeah. Like, don't, don't, you know, it's a TBD, to be determined. And she put 250K plus for her annual income. And of course, she had sharks just running after her. And she met this guy and they went out on a few dates and, you know, they seemed to be going down relationship alley. And then he hits her up for my daughter needs a surgery. I, I just need $16,000. You know, if you pay me, if you give me 16,000, I'll be happy to pay you back, you know, in a couple weeks. And she fortunately called me. This was way before we were doing the podcast. And because she knew that I had done online dating. And then I also, for a period of time, I worked for the forgery and fraud division for the sheriff's department. And it's, it's so, and I said to her, I, I, I was shaking my head, and I'm going, oh, no. And I, 
and I think I went and looked up her profile and I saw that she had put the cheat her income down. And I said, I go, this is what's gonna happen. If you give him the money, you're never gonna see him again. If you tell him no two or three times, you're never gonna see him again. And she was like, wait, both those scenarios have me never seeing him again. I go, correct. He is a scammer and he is scamming you. I, yeah. And, 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 you know, and she was a sweet lady who just didn't want to believe it. And I said, that happens though, at the 20 something, I think they're, I think they're more tech savvy for anything like that. Well, I was going to say at every job I've ever done, we've had extensive security, phishing, fraud training. So anything for me that's even like something completely legit, uh, if something is even somewhat fishy, I think twice before doing anything. Well, is that because uh, of the companies you work for or because of social media? No, I think it's because of it's every company now does all this fraud training. Yeah, we had to start when I worked at the hospital, we had to start doing it. Um, there was a there was a case where uh, a hospital, Hollywood Presbyterian Hospital, had their servers hacked, and then basically the the Russian mobsters had taken over all their medical records. Holy crap! Yeah, it, it was a famous case, and this was this was early days of Bitcoin, and so they contacted the FBI. It's a, it's a standard ransomware attack. You give us X amount of Bitcoin, we'll give you your files back. And then the FBI came in, did an assessment, and they said, pay them. Wow. Like, we have no way to get your files back. You need to pay them. And then, of course, they're like, but what if we pay and they don't give us our files back? And they go, that's not the way ransomware works. It's like... You give them what they want, they will give you your files back. That's the way it works. Wow. And they paid them, and they got their files back. And, I mean, we're not talking about a small hospital. This is a big hospital. And and the day after that went public, <clears throat> I got called into the CEO's office, and he was like, "Our we, this can't happen to us, can it? And it's like, no, we compartmentalize things too too tightly for anything like this ever to happen. And so, but it's, that, that is, that is our reality today is that ransomware attacks are very normal, not just for hospitals, but any company with any thing of value in terms of data. I had an email sent to me personally saying that I was going to be um, blasted all over the place for, for some video images and Your I'm like, nudes? yeah. And I'm like, okay, well you go ahead and try because there aren't any. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. But it was like, I'm going to send it to all of your contacts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, and it happened and to my cousin too. Everything is fear-based. Yeah. Everything is fear-based. And it's, uh, and, it, and if you think, oh my God, there was that one guy I sent those pictures to, it's like, is, was it him? Yeah, but I, I actually went up calling the, um, it was Comcast at the time, 
it was their that email and yeah, apparently well, that was a, a thing that was going this, around yeah and this <clears> is <throat> you know we <laughs> you know we had and this happens to smart people they they, they get so wrapped up in the fear <clears throat> that they that they don't think logically right one of our vps got one of those uh phone calls you know that said you know the fbi is on the way to your office to arrest you you know for unpaid taxes and and this woman who's our, our vp at the hospital she called them back oh my gosh and it's like why why did you call them back and it's like well i was so scared and it's like Oh my God! Now they know they have a live number. That's so crazy. You know, because it's a, it's just it's just an auto dialer that's just looking for anyone foolish enough to actually call them back. Oh my gosh! It, but that that is the the sad part is the sad part is is that my mom my mom doesn't actually own a a, a smartphone. She still has a flip oh, phone. She still has a flip phone. Unfortunately, does. <laughs> yeah, and and. And I and I I would say that to my mom and my dad. I said, if the first thing they ask you for is a credit card, uh, you don't give it to them. Yeah, well, you know the big the the thing that they've been doing the seniors lately is telling them that there was a package that was supposed to be delivered that it wasn't deliverable. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. And again, so. that would never happen with my mom because my mom cannot order anything online because she doesn't know how to use a computer. Well, that's not a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing. <laughs> so, so wait, I'm going to ask Bree this question oh, because God. we have like what? four minutes. So what was your worst online dating experience ever? Hmm. You should have prepped me with this question. Um, <clears throat> I haven't had a lot of bad dates. I've actually had a lot of good dates, which led to my trauma. <laughs> okay. They go well, too. They go too well, as to it goes to date five or six, and they just manipulate me for five and six dates, uh, and then make me sad. Um, but there is one date I think that was comically bad. Um, it was when I was on a business trip in Austin. I was bored and I had some free time. And so you start, you started swiping. So I started swiping and I came across someone who in fairness to this person, I should have known that it was, that this was going to happen, but he had like his profile was all like pictures of him with like a bunch of friends in like funny sunglasses. Oh, and so like the sunglass pictures. So sunglass I couldn't photo. see his eyes at all. And I guess I couldn't get like an accurate read of like what he actually looked like. But his like, I don't know. I like people that are funny. So he clearly that was like the joke of his profile that he didn't take it too seriously is that he was wearing, like, silly sunglasses in every picture. So, I, like... That was a kind of way of brand. That was his branding. Sure. Anyway. Um, I So, I, like, saw this, and I was like, oh, he's funny. And so, I started messaging him. 
and he was funny. We were like texting back and forth for like a few hours. And I was like there on a business trip. So I was saying like, oh, we can go out to like a fancy dinner, like courtesy of Jeff Bezos, because I was working with Amazon at the time. Nice. And, but, it, you know, it was just a joke. And we we're bantering back and forth. And, like he was really funny over text. So we end up going to the bar at my hotel, which probably wasn't uh, a great not a, not a good Thanks call. Thanks for telling me that now. Probably wasn't a great idea. Right. Michelle, she was an adult. adult. Yeah. Uh, So I go down, you know. That's what he said. That's what he said. (laughs) I I go down and he's, I'm like looking around for him and like I don't see him anywhere. And then like this guy starts like walking towards me looking very confused and very lost. I'm like, this is probably him it hits me in the moment that that is him and he looks nothing like what he looked like because the sunglasses i think partly because of the sunglasses but even if you put a pair of sunglasses on him in that moment i don't think you would have looked so what did you do so i'm getting there i'm setting up the story be patient michelle we're not going to finish within the hour like always so oh, don't, don't don't act like don't like like it's a shock. So what? Okay, so Bree, what's oh. going to happen here is in twenty seconds, Michelle is going to be disconnected, <laughs> and then she's going to have to click back to come back on the oh. call with me. So, 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 so well, let, let's let's hold the story because the countdown is suspense. is coming. Ten, nine, eight, this seven, is six. Suspense. The we'll suspense. The oh, that's right. We it'll be suspenseful. <laughs> yes, it's like it's like a commercial. Yes. Oh, there's they, they went away. Welcome back. Hello, we're back. I think you said hot tub, didn't you? I was playing the hot tub song for you. <laughs> All right, so so go ahead. That was that was Eddie Murphy sings James Brown Celebrity Hot Tub. I didn't know that was a thing. All right. Yeah, hot tub. Yes. All right. There you go. Because that's where you guys are headed. Okay. All right. Okay. So back to the story. So, so, so I he looks, he looks absolutely nothing like his. I wouldn't say absolutely. He was tall and gangly. Like tall and gangly. That's not a good description. <laughs> tall and gangly. Looks. Either way, moral of the story. I was like a little shocked because he didn't look like I guess what I thought he was going to look like. Right. Um, so in that moment, I forgot his name because oh, no. also when you're texting, I never save a guy's number until I know for sure I want to see them again. I don't know. It's just something I do. So I so you, did you have to scroll to the top of the, uh, the messages and go, what is well, his name? So I, he's like, hi, Bree. And I was like, yeah. Uh, uh, and then he said his name. I forgot. Oh. 
That's so good. I clearly forgot his name and he had to say it. So embarrassing. And I don't know if it's if that is what set the tone for the rest of the, the date, but from there it only went downhill. He was like one of the most awkward people and could not hold a conversation. I don't know if he was just stunned by my dazzling beauty, just stunned into <laughs> silence. Oh my but... God, that sounds so like your mother. Stunned by <laughs> I my... would never say that. <laughs> That's like, why that it's man... funny, Michelle. That's why the it's man... funny. The man was too stunned to speak. Like, I don't know what it was. I really don't. Do you but, think that um... they think that he was foisted into meeting someone like... And it's kind of like the whole moment just kind of like Fell hit him and he was like uh, freaking out a little bit. Uh, maybe. He overstepped his leak. I mean, he was so funny over text. And then it was like forcing conversation. Forcing. Yeah, that was kind of like me and the prosecutor. No good. Like we had a fantastic phone conversation. And then the person who showed up was not the person I talked to. <laughs> Some people are better behind screens. Yeah. Well, I, I this is my theory sometimes with people who are online dating for years and years and years. They have like their 30-minute shtick on the phone. and But then when you meet them in person, it's they're awkward and they, they you know, they're out of material. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was bad. So I have one drink. I'm like not much of a drinker. I have one. That's good. He, to kill the pain. He has <laughs> one. And then he goes, I think I'm going to get another. And then there was a drink on the menu that says something like extra alcohol. Like, like it was, <laughs> it was like, there's something on the menu that said, this drink is more alcoholic than the others. You will get really wasted. It was like a, and he says that that sounds and like that's a what and that's what he orders. Drunk I'm Bill. Like, I'm like, okay, cool. He has two of those. Oh my goodness. Two of them. He works for Salesforce in Austin. Wow. Okay, so very he cool. has a job in sales. And for Salesforce. Yes. And I'm like I I don't know. I have feelings about Dudes that work in sales. Yeah, but know. usually dudes that work in sales can at least carry on conversations. Oh, yeah, they, they have the gift of gab. I mean, my first my first real job was sales for IBM. And, you know, and it just... But, I mean, I was already social before that. Yeah. So, he just... I mean, I had he to... He probably wasn't a good salesperson. Yeah. Probably not. But My God, Michelle, so what are you way, eating? You can hear that? Of course. You're rustling it right next to the phone microphone. <laughs> Your mother, every time, like, Michelle, what are you eating? It's like, you can hear that? Her mouth is full of food. She's like, I can't do I gotta respond to the Ew, you're crying. People have an aversion to chewing. Are you going to really do that to your viewers? <laughs> yeah. That's well, okay. she can't go. I mean, the one night I went three and a half hours, I literally did not move from my seat for three and a half hours. I can't do yes. that. And then she's like, I can't do that for like 10 minutes. Do you guys have a live chat in here that'll yell at her for chewing? No, 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 no we don't. But, you know, I went and I, you know, I hadn't checked our messages. My God, we have a ton. 
ton of messages, Michelle. Do we have any people that want to come on? Uh, Yes. Am I not good enough for uh, you? Peggy Joe wants to know when uh, when our podcast is and if she can come on. Oh, Peggy. Yes. Peggy Peggy Joe. I like, uh, let's let's see what Peggy Joe does. Let's see if she has any podcasts. Let's see if she has any talks. Oh, she does. Oh, she sounds interesting. She has the wild wisdom of the fairy oracle. Oh. Into the Lonely Woods. Uh, (laughs) Another one of her titles is Mother Mary Oracle Messages. I like Oracle. uh, Divine Circus. The Light yes. Worker's Pitfall. Oh, she's a light worker. Wait. Oh, she has one called The Bucket of Love. Is she Is she a medium? I'm thinking that she is. She says, my passion is leading people to empowerment by recognizing their gifts and the unhealed wounds that are blocking them from living their best life. Like it. That's Peggy. We should, we should get in touch with Peggy Joe and say, let's Peggy do it. Peggy Joe, let's go. Let's do some light work. <laughs> Michelle is like, oh my god, what am I getting? Here, well, you, right, are you writing? So I'll tomorrow? finish the date story. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Let's finish the date story. Um, so he has two of these supercharged drinks with extra alcohol in them. Okay. And like a beer, and at the end, the check comes, and he goes, "It's on Jeff, right?" <gasps> no. So he makes me. Or he didn't make me, obviously. He insinuates that I'm putting it on my card. Wow. To get reimbursed. Loser. By, by my, like, uh, my travel um, food allowance. Oh, your per diem. My, yes, my per diem. I forgot yeah. the word for it. Yeah. Wow. It, yeah, I've, that's, that's, that's no good. So that's how that ended. And then he kept texting me. And Wait, I gave him your t- number. Yeah, we had we had exchanged numbers, mm. uh, and that I didn't answer him, and I unmatched him on Bumble. So she ghosted him. So I also the date only lasted a singular hour because I made an excuse that I had to leave. But wait, he had he had two massive oh, drinks, three plus? drinks in one hour. Yeah, but. Drunk Bill had him way beat. And then he Ubered home. Let's see if Bree oh, remembers about Drunk, Drunk Bill. Bill. Yeah, Drunk Bill uh, showed up with, what was it, an eight pack? Well, remember the night before, I met him at Buffalo Wild Wings. What? <laughs> Why were you at <clears throat> Buffalo Wild Wings? He was watching some basketball game and he didn't live in this area and he texted me to say that he was here. Did you go on a date at Buffalo No, we were just meeting up for so uh, so you I went think, I think your mom is totally fibbing and she went on a date at Buffalo no, Wild Wings. No, so here's what happened. Meeting up is a date. No. So he and I I I'm out with my friend Alex. We're riding, right? This is the guy that was the Eagles That's fan. what she said. He was That's what she said. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> That is funny. Sense the enthusiasm. Anyway, we met because he saw my Pennsylvania license plate. I was parked literally right in front of him. I do remember this. Right. So 
that night, actually not that night, that weekend. So you got his number? He left his number. Oh, I, yeah. On a napkin on my windshield. Uh-huh. So I texted him, like, hey, let's meet for coffee sometime. That's weird. And then, well, he's from Pennsylvania. Um, That means nothing. <clears throat> he could be a serial killer from Pennsylvania. Anyway. So and he was I feel about that. Then he calls me or texts me. He doesn't call me and says, "Hey, I'm in HB at Buffalo Wild Wings watching the some basketball game. Pop over." So I pop over and I'm on my Trevor Cashy challenge. So I wasn't drinking or the eating anything out of my home. Mm-hmm. So I'm slipping on club soda. Apparently, Daisy's got gas. <laughs> what? Tonight or, or normal? He is farting so bad. <laughs> it's probably the... I gave her a prime rib bone. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> ungodly. So anyway, we're, we're Buffalo Wild Wings, and he's the one that's slamming the 16-ouncers, the pints, one after the other, and I think he had like seven in an hour. And then the next day... He showed up. Do you remember it? Uh-huh. We were at Sea Legs. Mm-hmm. And what happened there, Bree? He was drunk. Mm. <laughs> and now and your, mo- your mother said that this caused her tremendous trauma because of you know what had happened. Yeah, we have so much we have so much collective trauma. Yeah. She's just like she was like, I couldn't do it because of, you know, the the past uh, with uh, the hubby. Yeah. <clears throat> so I send him a text message. It was either that night or later that day. And I said, um, so sorry. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> so sorry. However, I had major PTSD based on prior relationship experience. Bree is currently gagging over Daisy's gaseous fumes. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And uh, I never heard back from him again. Well, in a way, that's good. Yeah. In a way, that's good. You know, it's just uh, one of those things where you have to, you know, cut your loss. Well, and if someone is, is bringing back horrific thoughts... From previous relationships, it's like, well, yeah, you don't want to go down that alley. No, so I didn't hear from him, but I may, have, I may have just blocked him. I, I don't remember. Actually, now, Bree, I- have you ever, have you ever met someone and they just like so disappointed Triggered? you that you just ghosted them and just like, yeah, I'm not even going to communicate with them anymore. Um. I feel bad, like, rejecting people, but I also feel bad ghosting them. So, I guess most recently, I, like, went on a date, and it, again, was a situation where he was, like, so funny over text, and we're having great text conversation, and then we just got to the actual date, and it just fell so flat and was not fun. And afterwards, he texted me and was, like, so, like... How did you think it went? Like, do you you want to go out on another date? And I made kind of, I made up kind of an excuse. And then he kept, (laughs) 
he kept texting me over and over again. He's like, so you're ghosting me, huh? You're ghosting me, huh? Oh, my God. You want to go out? What's up? Over someone, and over who, someone who's badgering you, that is not a like, good thing. Literally badgering me. And I was like, you know, I, I literally, I texted him back and I said, I'm going to be honest with you. I was going to, like, give you another chance and maybe go out with you again. But now I'm a little freaked out. So um, I. Stalker boy. Yeah, that's going to be the be guy. Honest. That's going to be the guy who stalks you. Yeah. And he, what's crazy is, like, he knows that this. That we talked about this bar that I go to in Santa Monica for the Eagles games. And he's texted me a few times, even after I said, I want nothing to do with you. He said, do you want to go to this bar tonight? And so I go to this bar all the time for Eagles games. Like he knows I'm going to be there. So every time I go, I like have looking over my shoulder to see if he shows up. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. And we've only been on one date. Do you know on Netflix there's a show called I Am a Stalker? No. Yeah. I started watching it the other night. It was really creepy. Yeah, that might give you bad visions of people. Yeah, that's no good. I just started watching people in this world. I just started watching Ozark. I'd never watched that show before. I tried. Oh my god. It's I I do like it in, in dribs and drabs. It's intense, right? It's very intense. Well, Mexican drug cartel starts off by killing people, you know, first episode. And it's like, well, okay, this is, you know, this is how this is going to roll. So. Bree and I, on the way out here to California, drove through the Ozarks. Do you remember that? I don't. You guys, you guys went down south? Well, we went to Nashville and drove straight through from there. Wow. Okay. So we were in the Ozarks at one point. <clears throat> Cause I remember seeing the sign and I'm like, Oh my gosh, there's that, that show. And, um, I did, I tried to watch it a couple times and I just can't, can't do it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an interesting show. It's, it's very layered. So it's, you know, but it, I think there's four seasons, and I'm kind of like, I'm still in season one. So I'm just like, oh, man, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll make it. I don't know. <laughs> so I don't know. Actually, today, today was kind of interesting driving down to the bike ride. There was absolutely no one on the freeway. It was it was kind of really? wild. It was, Sounds yeah, like I, I, you know, I, I gave myself 45 minutes to get there. And it was like, I got there in like 25 minutes. <laughs> wow. I got, there so, I got there so early. I was like, wow, this is, this is kind of wild. So, but I imagine it's going to be the same for the rest of the week, you know, but tomorrow is kind of the, the dash for cash because that rainstorm is massive and it is heading our way. Really? Is it really coming? <laughs> That's what she said. It, 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 it is. It is. <laughs> that's it, what she said. That's what she said. That's what she said. Yep. Maybe that's what he said. Well, it could be a little bit of both. Could yeah. be. Could be a little bit of both. Yeah, there's there's a massive storm headed our way. It's uh it looks like they're chain it's gonna rain tomorrow afternoon. And but 
now they're saying that Wednesday might only be partly cloudy. And but it, we're going <clears> to <throat> have lingering rain. We have Southern lingering California rain for about rain. The next- Southern California oh. rain is like Pennsylvania snow. Yes. I mean, well, uh, my personal opinion is these these news agencies have spent massive amounts of money on these Doppler radar. And so anytime the newscasters see even a semblance of clouds, they get so excited and they start yelling Stormageddon. Oh, my God. Stormageddon. It's not mainstream media. Yeah. And then yeah, and then people are like freaking out, going, oh "My God, I saw the news. It's supposed to rain." I'm like, "So what? So what? Yeah. You get a little bit wet, you know?" And then they're like, "Is it going to rain?" And I go, and, and I always use this preface. I always go, "Last time I checked, I can't control the weather. Last time I checked." Yeah. And so, and so, it's like, it, bring a jacket. If it rains, it rains. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You know, you can't do anything about it. You know, and it's not like we're living in Seattle. I know, but people here get so excited when it rains. And they're like, oh, it's a great day to like just pull down the pull down the shades and sit in front of the TV. And I'm like, no, get the the crackling fire going. No, it's not. It's not a great day. A great day is to be outside on your bike. Outside, (laughs) 80 degrees at the beach. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That now that is a good day. <laughs> Except when you have bronchitis or a shoulder that's not functioning. Well, are you going to ride tomorrow? No. Why? Is there something some ride tomorrow? <clears throat> yes, we we had a ride today and tomorrow. We're meeting at Arctic 8:30, 46 miles, the same ride we did to Sunset Beach to well, the little maybe coffee. I can- do the 18 miles again because I foobarred my shoulder. Well, yeah. So? I rode 60 miles with a dislocated shoulder. Still dislocated. Yeah, but how old were you? 55? 18. Okay. 18 and stupid or 55 and slightly smarter. Well... I don't know. It all depends. I don't you, know how much you downward could, you pressure. Could have, you could have FOMO. You never know. Well, I always have FOMO. I know. Well, I FOMO the, today. the ride total, you know, because I, I said, you know, I posted it as, a, you know, last chance, last chance, you know, to, to ride before the rains hit. And mm-hmm. now we have like 10 RSVPs already. All right. So you're rolling from Arctic at? 8.30. 8.30. All right. 8.30, it's same ride, Arctic to the little... Love Collective? The little Love Collective. The Love Collective. So I, I'll pull out my bike and see how it feels to put downward pressure on my left not arm. Da- not downward, dog. Actually, I did work out this morning. Of course you did. But I know how to, I know how to work around this situation. I just don't know if... Did, Two did, hours. Did did we lose Bree or is she just sitting there listening? 
Now she's sitting here listening on her See, phone, look, like, Bree's nice wondering and why the hell I've, these people even, why do they like to be on I two think, wheels? I think that she needs to take our dog out for a walk. Who's that? Who's that? Daisy. Daisy's oh, having some Daisy poop. has not made an appearance yet today. Daisy is oh, sacked Daisy out. Oh, Daisy has made an appearance in Oh, no. Daisy usually always barks here. during the podcast. Daisy does always bark in the podcast. always barks during the podcast. But there's lots of gaseous there fumes. There are scents. Accordingly, according to Brie. So you gave her something of uh, a little too rich she, for the system. <clears throat> she's had slightly out of the norm and then diet. And fed her in a little piece of cheese i'm like there's something wrong with her well if you gave her if you gave her rich beef and cheese uh that's 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 the rich beef that's in for a a rough night and no that was last night and for the first time ever she had a little food aggression when i tried to rip the well i didn't try to rip it i tried to take the bone away after all the meat was pulled off because i didn't want it to splinter and she actually growled at me. Oh. It was not. It was not. She was in timeout for a while. Oh, poor Daisy. No. Not poor Daisy. Yeah, poor Daisy. I feel she bad for do her. those things. She doesn't. She should never growl at her mom. This is true. How, how Bree, how was your Christmas last night? Was it good? Um, I was asleep for most of the day because... <laughs> We had a bit too much to drink in the first half of the day. Gotcha. There was a lot of bubbly flowing yesterday. There That's was a good, lot though. of substances being had, and I was hungover and down for the count by probably one thirty. Oh wow! Yeah, both she and Kyle were napping for like four hours while yeah. Dalton and I were awake. Well, that's good. Yeah, other than that, we had a great time. Yeah, we we had we had the big soiree. Uh, I got to meet uh, the rest of Mary's. Uh, uh, I met her brother. She has one brother and her other sisters. So, and one of her sisters is hilarious. So, oh yeah. Oh yeah, hilarious. How many? How many uh, siblings in four total? To- four total. Very cool. Well, one brother, three sisters. So, yes. so how did it work? Were you at her? I went to her sister's house in Claremont, and then after we finished there, uh, we went to my mom's house in Claremont. So it's not like we had to go far. Wait, so where's Laverne w- compared to where you are? I am in Laverne. I live okay. in Laverne. You Laverne are is right That's next. why it sounded familiar. Laverne is right next to Claremont. So there's a college near you. The uh, Laverne College is yes, is a it's a smaller university, yes. And but they do have a really good MBA program. Uh, the Claremont colleges are what is really known. They're they're probably a top 10 school nationwide. Yes. You know, and then within the Claremont colleges, there's five different <clears throat> schools. And so it's, it is ridiculously expensive now. I talked to a friend of mine. It's now, it's like $70,000 a year to go there. So my downstairs neighbor 
just got engaged to a gal who's been going to that college for her. Claremont College or Laverne? Um, I think Laverne. I don't know. She's lived in Laverne. She's okay. getting her PA somewhere in there, that area. Maybe. She's getting yes. her PA. What is a PA? Physician's assistant. Oh, physician assistant. Okay. Well, yeah. she's probably going to Western. Okay. Western University, which is a school for physicians, assistants, RNs, LVNs, CNAs. Probably, she's probably getting her, her PA in uh, Western's in Pomona, which is Laverne adjacent. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's a good school. I mean, they do a good job of placing their graduates, which is, you know, which is huge, you know, because... It's just, you know, it's too easy to get lost in the mix, you know, when when you get done and there's already thousands of people out trying to find jobs. So, but wow, Bree, it's very nice talking with you. But I have a quick question for you, Bree. Surely. Now, do you think uh, people in your age bracket, whether that's twenties or thirties, like the hookup culture is alive and well in yes. LA. Is it like that everywhere? Do you think? Um, I don't know. I can't really speak on that. But I mean, but I- talking amongst your friends, I mean, is that does that seem to be prevalent? <laughs> I mean, back back in the old days when you know me and your mom used to go out. I mean, that was that was kind of what why you went to a bar. For hooking up or finding for, for hooking up. Were you hooking up? Uh remember I was married at a very young age. She so got married, she got married young. Outside yeah. of college? No. I'd say yes, the hookup culture is like the culture of dating in LA. Um no one wants to commit. Everyone just wants to hook up for sure. Yeah. And, and they're all and, pretty, pretty people. Yeah, all yeah. people. Um, and, and I think I think I talked to someone not long about that, and and it was and to me, I think it's why we have so many lonely people out there because mm-hmm. I think that that when you get caught in that infinite loop of being in the hookup culture. It's like, yeah, you're you're getting your sexual needs satisfied. You may or may not. You never know. But it's like emotionally, it leaves you empty. Yeah, I agree with that. But then I look at my friends in Pennsylvania, and they're all in long-term relationships, engaged or married. Yeah. So I think in the small town culture, everyone gets married kind of right away very young and then in LA um, barely anyone I know outside of church let's distinguish do people Um, actually still meet at church I mean is that still oh yeah yeah and they get married very young how old was was Michelle how old were you when you got married like 22 23 guess what she walked out of the room of course she did hey come back (laughs) We have a question for you. Sure. 
When did you get married? I met I met my husband when I was 22 and I got married at 25 and he was the only person I dated in that time frame. Wow. Well, 25, that's not super young. Right. But I just turned 25. Right. Like a month before. And he was really the only person I ever dated, like, for any length of time. Hmm. Prior to him, my longest relationship was with somebody I met in sophomore year of college. And we dated for nine months. And <laughs> we, were, we were both living at home at the time and going to school. And before we went up to main campus at Penn State, he sent me this four-page letter about how he was worried that we were going to get up there and I was going to be with my friends and no longer interested in him. And I'm like, no, that'll never happen. And four weeks, <laughs> four weeks after I was up there, but he was like a um, uh, smothering. Oh, okay. And it was and you like wanted, oh, you wanted your freedom. Little, a little. It was like, where are you tonight? What are you doing? And I'm like, oh, that's Dude, the worst. I'm out. So it was not long after four weeks of being up there that he he basically got it right. <laughs> and I was like, peace out, dude. Michelle is out and about. Yeah. She loves her independence to this day. I, oh, I know. I, I know. I am it. I'm a fiercely independent female. I agree. I agree with that. And after not being independent for many, many years, it's, it's pretty extreme. So. Yeah, I could see that. <clears throat> so know, now that you talked about yourself, uh, what was the question? I just yeah, asked well, her how old she was when she got married. Yes. I, I honestly thought you were going to say 22 or 23 because you said, oh, I got married really young. <laughs> you know? So I was young, 25, but like I said, I met him. I graduated. How long have you been? Were you, were you still living at home when you met him? Yes. Okay. And I wanted to, I kept trying to move out. And my mom's like, why would you want to do that? Oh, yeah. I didn't even give my mom a choice. I just said, um, like I said, I turned <laughs> July in 18. I was 18. It turned July. And then in August, I said to my mom, oh, I'm moving out. She's so. Like, like what? And I'm like, yeah, me and my friends were renting a condo in Diamond Bar. I was going to college. And it was like, <clears> and she's like, why do you want to move out? And I go. So I don't have to hear as long as you live under this roof, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, so, already been, I already had a job and I was working and making, you know, money and I'd save my money. And so it was like, it wasn't like it was a stretch. Right. So my mom, when she was 18, graduated high school, moved to D.C. from upstate Pennsylvania because there was no industry up there. So she moved and uh, we still talk about this today, how like, okay, well, I didn't move until I was 
53 and you're giving me a hard time. And you moved when you were 18. So it's just, it's a constant battle. But so when my, whenever my kids were like, okay, I want to move out or I want to do this or I want to do that. I'm like, okay, go for it. Do it. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think, you know, nowadays the, the penchant for people to stay at home, you know, my, my niece was, you know, given, you know, given, given Mary all kinds of, all all kinds of guff yesterday. And I'm kind of like, like, yeah, you live with, you live with grandma, you know, <laughs> like you're 32 and you're a nurse, but you live with grandma, you know, it's like not really on your own. It's just like, it's easy, it's easy to be the queen bee at home, you know, when, uh, you know, you're not really paying any of the bills. So, uh-oh, Michelle muted me. And so, you know what that means? Once again, this is Eric and Michelle and the what he said she said podcast and oh Michelle are you back Yeah I don't know what happened there but I'm here I don't know you 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 went muted I was getting ready to <clears throat> do the So young, she doesn't even know who Eddie Murphy is. Just saying. So, with that, Bree and Michelle are on their way to the hot tub. Oh, goodness gracious. All right. Well, you have a wonderful evening. And if you're feeling up for it, um, you know, just come roll and meet with us and have have some avocado and toast with Maria. Maria didn't ride today. She, she wasn't feeling good. Well, I don't think Maria's riding tomorrow either. Yeah, I don't know. I hope. She, her knee. It's her knee. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully she gets <laughs> a little little rehab and you know, and this and comes out. So we're yeah, gonna have. Well, I may pick you guys up on the PCH like the last time. And just That'd do a quickie because I am working out in the morning with my my clients. Well, quickie, that's what he said. Yep. Or, <laughs> or maybe she said that. <laughs> you never know. You never know. You never so, know. Bree's going to say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> au revoir. Au revoir. And I'm going to say peace out, friends. Peace out, peeps. And once again, Eric and Michelle with the What He Said, She Said podcast, we will have these. I'm actually going to do a whole bunch in a row. So we'll have 43, 44, and 45 all posting this week. I've been, I've been, oh. lagging, a, I've been lagging a little bit. But since I'm off work this week, I have a little time to get it all done. Yeah. All right. Well, Sounds well, good. So I may see you tomorrow. Okay. I hope to. Right. Nice talking with Peace you. friend. Bye-bye. Love ya. Love you too, Bob. Hello, podcast listeners. That was episode 45 with Bree, our 20-something from Orange County. Hopefully you enjoyed that show. And here's a word from one of our sponsors. Hi, my name's Michelle. I'm a certified personal trainer and wellness coach. 
I've been in the fitness industry for 28 years and began combining my R3 method with personal training in 2020. I believe through making changes in your lifestyle, you can thrive versus just survive during peri and postmenopause. Until perimenopause, I was able to control my weight through exercise and eating healthy food. During this time, I had many life stressors that were affecting my emotional and physical self. Several months after my 52nd birthday, I hired my own accountability and nutrition coach as I had felt fluffy and stuck with a middle-aged belly and just downright exhausted. I didn't know how to move forward and felt like I needed someone to guide me and hold me accountable. I was ready for change at any cost. What ensued was a mind-body transformation, 18 months of an adventure and education in what my body needed as a menopausal female, focusing on all areas of health, a long, hard look at my nutritional needs, the way I was working out, my sleep, my activity level, my water intake, and learning how to manage stress. The result, 29 pounds lost and 13% body fat gone, restored energy and sleep, stronger workouts, and a passion to help other women do the same. If you are like me, don't hesitate to reach out. You can find me on Instagram at Coach Michelle with one L, M Fitness, or go to my website at www.mfitnessforlife.com.